Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This is People Every Day. Coming up, Kim Kardashian catches heat from Nicole Brown's family following her O.J. Simpson jokes on Saturday Night Live. Plus, Howie Mandel passes out in public. Gabby Petito's mother and friends speak out. And singer Jasmine Sullivan stops by to raise awareness of breast cancer amid her mother's current battle with the disease. It's October 14th. Hello, party people. This is People Every Day. I'm Janine Rubenstein, and it is Thursday. We're just a couple steps away from the weekend. But let's start off with news that's still bubbling up out of last weekend. You all remember Kim Kardashian hosted Saturday Night Live last Saturday, and many would argue she did a great job, though her opening monologue had some pretty dark jokes about former family friend O.J. Simpson. She said, it's sort of weird to remember the first Black person you met, but O.J. does leave a mark, or several, or none at all, I still don't know. So this is in reference to, well, we all know what this is in reference to. Well, now People has spoken with Tanya Brown, the sister of the late Nicole Brown, OJ's ex, and Kris Jenner's best friend at the time of her death. Uh, So Tanya didn't mince words when it came to Kim's comedy. She tells People, if she and her family loved Nicole so much as they claimed, this was done in very poor taste. I think the taste of writers at SNL was beyond inappropriate and insensitive, as was the reaction in the audience. And she continued regarding Kim. I believe everyone has a choice to control what they speak on. She easily could have said this is inappropriate and disrespectful to everyone, not only for Nicole and Ron, but for all victims of domestic violence who were murdered by their significant others. I must say, after watching it, I immediately wondered about the family's reaction. But, well, there you have it. Moving on to some scary news that came in about America's Got Talent host, Howie Mandel. He fainted while out for coffee at Starbucks in L.A. yesterday. The paramedics had to be called and everything. Thankfully, his wife was there with him. He went to the hospital, and from what we've seen in reports, he needed to get tested and possibly treated for low blood sugar. So hoping he's okay and back up and running soon. Now for an update in the story of the late Gabby Petito. Her mom, Nicole Schmidt, has spoken out against attorney Stephen Bertolino, who represents Brian Laundrie, Gabby's fiancé, who is still missing. While in recent comments, Bertolino called Gabby's death a tragedy, he noted that his client is only considered a person of interest in the case of her murder. To this, Petito's mom said his words are garbage. We learned earlier this week that Petito was strangled to death and her friends are reacting to that news. Her pal Alyssa Chin told People, it makes me sick to my stomach. I wonder what was going through her mind knowing she was probably about to die. She must have been so scared. Whoever did this, whether it's Brian or someone else, needs to pay for what they did. She didn't deserve to die that way. Mm. Well, all right, time to dig in now to another interesting story that caught my eye and made it into this week's issue of People magazine. It's news coming from 
Nickelodeon, of all places. Well, sort of. Do you remember the popular teen sitcom iCarly? It ran from 2007 to 2012. Well, back in June, the iCarly reboot premiered. It was well-received and is even signing on for a second season. Interestingly, one of the main characters didn't come back for the revival, Jeanette McCurdy, who plays the best friend known as Sam. Jeanette, now 29, shared with people the intense physical and emotional abuse she experienced at the hands of her mom while filming the original show as a teenager and how that led her to turn down a contract for the reboot. People's Eileen Nahas, who interviewed her, is here to tell us all the details. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Janine. Excited to talk about this with you. It's a really powerful story. For sure. So let's dig in. Jeanette told you that her mom, quote, always dreamt of being a famous actor and she became obsessed with making me a star. So already this feels like a plot line to, you know, a terrible, (laughs) (laughs) terrible movie with a terrible outcome. But Mm -hmm. Jeanette also said it was not my choice at all. I would get so nervous before auditions that my whole body would shake. But I felt like my role was to keep the peace. So, Ailey, how controlling was Jeanette's mom? What did she tell you? Yeah, I mean, the the mental and um, physical and emotional abuse Jeanette's mom put on her was really started at a young age. She grew up with a very a household that was fraught with a lot of tension and fighting. Um, And as you just mentioned, her mom Mm -hmm. always had these dreams of being a famous actress. And she really pushed Jeanette at a very young age, starting at six years old, to go on auditions. Uh, And there was a lot of emphasis on her wanting her to be a star. And um, she really pushed her into this career. Um, There was also other abuse that started very early on. There was an intense focus on Jeanette's looks Starting at 10, um, her mom, Mm. you know, again, really motivated to make her a famous actress, became fixated on Jeanette's looks when she was just 10 years old. She started dyeing her hair. She bleached her teeth. You know, she, she became kind of obsessed with making her look a certain way. And then that translated into controlling her calories, which eventually became a full-blown eating disorder by the Mm. time that Jeanette was on iCarly. So it just kind of went uh, one thing after another. It was to these really a dangerous situation. God, you kind of hear about this with, you know, sports sometimes where the parents are just so focused and so driven. But this is one of the first times I'm, I'm, I guess, hearing about it in the form of, you know, becoming a star. Like, you must do this. You must look like this. You, that's, that's wild. So we know Jeanette turned down an offer to join the reboot that happened this summer. But she did star in the spinoff show, Sam and Cat, which aired in 2013. So what prompted her to sign that contract and how is it different? now. And, and and really, I'm curious where she's at now with her life and with her career. Yeah. Well, luckily right now, um, after a lot of work, Jeanette is in a very good place. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a very sad story about why she ended up going in, off to do Sam and Cat, the spinoff for iCarly. Mm-hmm. At that point, she was ready. When iCarly wrapped, she was ready to walk away from Hollywood, do something completely different. She did not want to be an actress anymore. But around the time that the show was ending, her mom, who had already gone through cancer when Jeanette was little, was diagnosed again with stage four cancer. And um, basically, Jeanette said, it was my mom's dying wish for me to do this reboot. And she said, you can't say no to someone who tells you their dying wish. So she signed on to do Sam and Cat. 
And she said, I really regret that now. It was a mistake to do it. Um, but at that point, she felt like she had no other choice. At this point, though, she's healthy. She no longer has issues with eating disorders. Um, and she's really kind of paving her own mm. way, uh, finally able to make her own choices. Um, her mother passed away in 2013. So since then, mm. Jeanette has really been able to kind of come out of her shadow, so to speak, and live the life that she always wanted. She has a podcast where she discusses many things, including mental health, um, called Empty Inside. She has a memoir coming up, which is great. And then also she had a very successful one-woman show called I'm Glad My Mom Died, which... <laughs> Of course, wow. that is a you know very thought provoking, yeah. tension grabbing headline. But what she's saying is really you know look, it's it's complicated. Relationships between moms and daughters are complicated, and mine certainly mm. was one. Uh, so she she shares a lot in that one as well, and that that was a big hit. So interesting. I, I I urge everyone to go and read this article in the issue because it it really just takes you through like what that was like for yeah. her. You, you, you know, Hollywood always looks so shiny and and glittery, but there's a lot of of trauma and struggle that can go on behind the scenes. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Eileen, thanks so much. Of course. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Next up. I catch up with Insecure's Yvonne Orji and hit singer Jasmine Sullivan discussing breast cancer in the Black community, what they want people to know, and how the disease has touched their lives personally. Stay tuned. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Well, guys, I am back now to discuss an important topic that's top of mind this month, breast cancer, but specifically breast cancer in the Black community. Recently, I caught up with Insecure star Yvonne Orji, who, fun fact, received her master's degree in public health before her comedy and acting career took off. And recently, she's made it her mission to get the word out about triple negative breast cancer in partnership with Merck. This is a form of the disease that is much harder to treat, and Black women are much more likely to get it and die from it. So here's how Orji described recently learning about all this. You know, I partnered with Merck and I was just like, wait, there is a, a another form of breast cancer that and that's so aggressive and it disproportionately affects black women. What do, do other people know about this? That said, she's no stranger to the topic of breast cancer because she herself had a scare when she found a lump that turned out to be benign while she was a teenager. Listen to what she told me about that experience and the extra care her doctor took in treating her. I was on the operating room table. He had already told me he was going where he was going to make the incision. And at the last minute, he was like, this is a young black girl. She doesn't need to have a scar in her breast. No, I'm going to go through her nipple because it's dark. And so when I when I do the stitches, you can't even tell that she would have had surgery as opposed to like me having a deep scar. And I'm just like, that's that's the kind of foresight. That's the kind of thoughtfulness that you hope your healthcare professional. So true. Well, 
Orgy is not the only one getting the word out right now. Jasmine Sullivan is a natural songbird who hopped onto the music scene in 2008 with her debut album, Fearless, that hit number one on Billboard's top R&B hip-hop albums chart. She recently released her fourth EP, Hotels, and 2021 has been nothing short of busy for her. She sang the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl, won Album of the Year at the BET Awards, and most recently performed in Rihanna's Savage Fenty show. Despite her never-ending schedule, she is raising her voice about breast cancer awareness a cause that is so near and dear to her heart right now. And she's here with me to share why. Hi, Jasmine. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Oh, it's so great to have you on. Well, we are in the midst of it. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's upon us and you are giving it your time and attention with everything else you have going on. So in 2020, you shared with fans on Instagram that your mom, Pam Sullivan, had been diagnosed with inflammatory breast cancer in 2019. And since then, you've partnered with Novartis for their More Than Just Words initiative to promote health equity in the Black community. So first, how's your mom doing? And, and and what was it about her diagnosis that compelled you to get involved with this campaign? My mom, thankful to God, is doing really well. She's in remission still. And um, we're taking it day by day, but we're very, we're being very positive and hopeful. And um, yeah, what encouraged me to do this is just that I wanted to be of service and of help to other Black women and to spread this message about um, health disparities and breast cancer and, and let Black women know the numbers, which are jarring, 40% more Black women are dying from breast cancer than white women. And I feel like more people need to know that. You know, I feel like as a Black woman, we didn't talk a lot about health growing up. I didn't hear a lot about it even in school growing up. So um, these are conversations that we have to have for our own well-being. And I just want to be a part of Black women surviving. Wow. It takes courage to be vulnerable on social media, as we all know. But for Mother's Day last year, you honored your mom with a post on IG and a selfie showing your shaved head next to hers in solidarity. So describe the support you and your family received from um, fellow artists and fans when you did that. And and how did you take the public's reaction? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, when I put that post up, it just gave the green light for anybody who was experiencing that to reach out and and we all come together and share our stories and and support each other through through these struggles. So beautiful. So I I, I want to know what have you learned just in your mom's journey and your journey what black women can do to be more proactive about their health and and have you done anything in in terms of your health journey to kind of, you know, just be more aware and proactive? Well, with the partnership with More Than Just Words, I've definitely learned so much, even on the website, morethanjustwords.us, because a lot of us don't know what to say, what to ask. Also, just hearing about the number, um, the 40%, that's jarring to hear, but it's the type of thing that we need to hear so that, you know, we don't continue to not take it as serious as it needs to be taken. Um, As far as me, I've definitely had conversations with my girlfriends who were all in our early 30s you know, where we would normally talk about our love lives and, and things like that. We are now including our health. That's that's amazing. I'm I'm taking that forward in, in my daily conversations. So thank you. Well well, doctors recommend that all women get mammograms by age forty or before if there is history. So, you know, given everything going on with your mom, like how are you preparing for your health journey? 
Yeah, I'm currently um, setting up an appointment for a mammogram. It's scary, you know, to to yeah. have gone through this with your parent um, and to know that you're more at risk. You know, you kind of think the worst first. But what I have learned is that information is key. And, and knowing earlier can do so much more good than harm. Nice. Uh, well, at the BET Awards, like I said, you won Album of the Year. Hotels has been just, thank you for this album. It, it is so good. How have your creative juices been in this period? I know a lot's going on personally, but professionally, it just seems uh, like everything is looking amazing. Yeah, it's been really great. The The thing I love about it the most is the community that I feel like is being created around the project. Like the fact that Women are writing their stories and not feeling ashamed to tell their tales via Instagram. You know, Black people are not a monolith, but there are shared experiences that we have. And like, oh, yeah. and, and it's like, <laughs> you go on there and you're like, oh my gosh, my story is not as crazy. But you, but also <laughs> feeling like I'm so glad that people feel free enough to share this and 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 trust each other. So we're we're growing. I feel like together, and it's it's amazing to be a part of. Back with singer Jasmine Sullivan on why breast cancer advocacy is so important to her. For more on this story, head over to people.com. And now, something to make you smile. On Tuesday, while performing in London at Shepherd's Bush Empire, Coldplay frontman Chris Martin made a public gesture to show how fond he is of the woman in his life. As girlfriend actress Dakota Johnson stood in the balcony, he dedicated the band's new single, My Universe, to her. Take a listen. This is about my universe. She was all smiles and rosy cheeks and even broke out dancing during the chorus with the crowd. So sweet. I love a good shout out. Speaking of which, sending a happy 30th birthday to my little brother-in-law, Kenny. Welcome to the dark side. All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. 